To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. It's alternate budget day for the ACT Party, slashing tax rates. There are five categories currently. They're cutting it back to two. Increasing the number of prison beds, sharing over a billion dollars a year with councils for infrastructure through GST, but only if they build more houses. whole bunch of stuff in there. The ACT leader, David Seymour, is with us. Very good morning to you. Morning, mate. What do you make of last night's poll? Well, it shows it's going to be a tight race and that real change is possible. You see the prospect of a new government where ACT is a quarter or more of that government, and that means for the first time we might get uh, some change from the right rather than just kicking the can down the road with whatever uh, Labor previously bequeathed national. Do you honestly, hand on heart, believe that Labor's worth 36 points? Well, it's pretty difficult to imagine. I mean, I wouldn't have thought there'd be many people who still believe that um, Jacinda saved their life from COVID or just enjoy uh, seeing money wasted. I mean, these guys have put government expenditure up 61% in five years. Uh, and I don't know a single government service that is 61% better, even if you allow for a bit of inflation in there. Uh, so, look, it's hard to say, but I think it's up to us to respect the polls. They probably are right. Uh, we've just got to make the arguments to New Zealanders that they'd be better uh, with a change, and in X case, they'd be better if it was a real change. Uh, do you have a problem with the argument if you accept the polls are accurate and Labor is a 36% party, in other words, they're in the race, and you're arguing things about the level of debt, the amount of spending, does that not resonate with most New Zealanders? Is that part of the problem, perhaps? Well, it's it's got to resonate because it's just a matter of timing. Sooner or later, uh, the costs of Labor's mismanagement will become clear to people. You know, we're on a spectrum with Australia at one end and Fiji at the other. And if we keep declining the way we are with wasteful spending, not safe to run a jewellery store or a dairy in this country, kids aren't going to school and we're being divided uh, by birth but through this interpretation of the treaty that is not supported by what the treaty says. We keep doing all of that, then we move towards the Fiji end of that spectrum. Yeah. So, you know, you can make the argument that it's not relevant to talk about these issues. Act would say, look, even if it's not popular, uh, we've got to start making the case for a New Zealand that will work as a first world country in an island paradise. That's the dream people came before. So you talk about reduction to public service. They'll attack you first and foremost. What public service and where and who's losing their jobs? Well, we don't produce a single frontline public service. In fact, we've raised GP capitation fees by 13%. We give a teaching excellence reward fund worth five grand per teacher. Auckland Grammar has that. We think every school uh, should have it. Uh, But what we are doing is saying we need to go back to the number of public servants or bureaucrats, some people say, as Labour inherited uh, back in 2017. Now, it still works then. uh, Before we had 4,000 in the Ministry of Education, for example, uh, if we do that, we save a billion dollars uh, straight off the bat. Uh, we give a billion and a half dollars to businesses, uh, when, which is taxed off businesses that are making a profit and, and given to those that aren't. We, that, that's two and a half billion a year straight away. Mm. So we show how it's possible to reduce spending. Uh, another one is there's a lot of government departments. What has the Human Rights Commission actually done for human rights? Uh, it should be gone until it can prove it, it delivers some value. What about prisons? How many more? Well, we think we should go back to the number of people in prisons uh, five years ago before uh, Labor started letting people out to see what happened. We know what happens. We've got crime everywhere. So we'd increase prison numbers by around about 1,500. That requires uh, building 
500 new beds and we've made allowances for that. You know, we're the only party that publishes a fully cost alternative budget and we show how the numbers could balance. There, there is a real choice at this election. When, when do you get a surplus? We get a surplus in the first year, whereas Labor have said they'll get one next year, although they seem to have been pushing that back each year. We, we think it's essential uh, that not only do we give people tax relief, but we actually save wasteful spending first and reduce government borrowing because it's that borrowing that puts so much pressure on the economy, puts pressure on inflation, which then turns up as interest rates on your mortgage. So we're actually going to save you money across the board uh, by reducing wasteful spending. So when you talked about paying teachers more, I mean, this is not new as an idea. It's just the unions don't like it and most of the teachers belong to the unions and that's your brick wall, isn't it? You look at what they do at Auckland Grammar, they have uh, a teaching fund which is uh, funded by the community. Not every community can fundraise like they can. So we say, look, every principal gets about $5,000 per teacher. They can choose how to use that. Now, you know, if teachers want to say that no, they don't want it, they'd just rather stick with the union contract, then they're welcome to do that. Uh, but it's about time that we start paying teachers properly and according to their performance as judged by the people around them. You know, people said in the 90s if we started paying rugby players uh, professionally, then, you know, they, they wouldn't be a team anymore and, you know, they might just not pass the ball to someone because they're getting paid more. Uh, that, 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 that's rubbish. And, and we hear that argument uh, from some in the teacher unions today. Uh, it's just not true. If you want to get, say, more physics and maths teachers, it may be that we have to pay them more. If we want good teachers in areas like Northland where kids are suffering badly and being neglected for the rest of their lives through a lack of education, uh, you may have to pay them more. This one-size-fits-all model is not achieving the goals of the left, the right, uh, or anyone for our children. All of this needs, of course, eventually to be meshed in with what the Nats come up with, and if you guys cross the line and form a government, there'll be cover. Do you have bottom lines, or is this just you can, you can mould it all together, or it doesn't really matter because they know that you're going to vote for them anyway? Well, I'd put it back to the voter. Um, my commitment is the bigger act is, the more of this will happen. So if you're sitting there voting saying, well, I like the sound of this, uh, every vote that gets uh, brings us closer to reality. Uh, our commitment is that we're not going to take the baubles of office and sit there, um, you know, feeling important being a minister in the New Zealand government, which in the wider scheme of things is not that important, uh, and, uh, you know, vote for bad policy. So it's going to depend. I mean, at the moment, the polls say we'd be about a quarter of the government. That puts us asking the Nats to do something they've never done before. One, share power, uh, and two, reverse Labor policies. And from a voter's point of view, uh, if you want this kind of change, if you want it to be real and you don't think just carrying on with one or the other saying different things but doing the same thing, then you know, a party vote for ACT is a pretty clear proposition in my view. Appreciate your time, David Seymour. ACT Party leader with us this morning. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.